0: We have reached that point in a week, and we're always happy when we get to this time in the week because we get to visit with our friend Jamie Court. It's spelled C-O-U-R-T, and he's the president of Consumer Watchdog, and Consumer Watchdog goes to court for consumers, but they do a lot more. You can find out all that they do at consumerwatchdog.org, and you'll see all of Jamie Court's great colleagues there as well. And if you were to go to consumerwatchdog.org right now, you would see a lot about self-driving cars and the public. public. Public is not sold on this. Jamie, you and I have talked about it a lot. We're not sold on it. Thanks for coming back on the Norman Goldman Show.
1: Oh, it's always my pleasure to be here.
0: Well, Jamie, I did go to consumerwatchdog.org just a little while ago, and I saw all kinds of uh, material content, videos about self-driving cars. The issue's moving very quickly now in a couple of different directions, right? The industry types are really trying to push it forward fast, and the public and, and Consumer Watchdog leading the way are trying to slow it all down. Jamie, are we going in two different directions? Is there a clash coming?
1: Well, I think we are. I think we're we're our values you know as human beings are really running against these corporate car makers that are trying to push these autonomous technologies to the road before they're safe and 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 what we have done is try to make the case this week that these semi-autonomous functions this, this autopilot in tesla uh which caused another crash in laguna beach a car crashed right into a police cruiser that was parked and uh um, you know just inexplicably we 've made the case that this is really a misnomer you can 't call something autopilot when it doesn 't pilot a car autonomously uh, it 's a it 's a flawed function it has problems with its camera has problems with the radar and you they know, say so you got to use your hands on the wheels now if you want to use it, but they call it autopilot and so Tesla is really trying to talk out both sides of its mouth. It's trying to sell cars by saying we've got this autopilot function and we have this built-in software and hardware that one day you're going to have a robot car if you pay the extra money. On the other hand, you know, they're saying, well, it's not, you know, we're telling people after a crash they should have kept their hands on the wheel, which is completely inconsistent with their marketing material. And so either the technology's got to catch up to the promises or the promises have to be more realistic. And fortunately, we have, A federal and a state law that helps us try to hold these guys accountable. One is a state law that says under the Department of Motor Vehicles, you can't misname one of these technologies and the state has the right to tell you to change the name. And we think autopilot's a misnomer and it should be renamed. And so we've asked the DMV to do that in California. But also there's something under the Federal Trade Commission uh, laws that's called Section 5 Authority, which says if something is fraudulent or misleading the FTC can step in and ask for an, 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 some a change in the practice and also for a fine so we've uh, along with our friends at the Center for Auto Safety put in a petition at the FTC and a uh, we petitioned DMV to make the change and we're gonna see what happens because we heard three deaths now one in China one in Florida one in Northern California from this quote autopilot because you know people are treating it like an autopilot and it just can't pilot the car and while there are, after each crash, these hedges by Tesla and by Elon Musk, the reality is they're marketing these things brazenly as self-driving technology. It just isn't. They've got to be honest about it. If they called it auto-assist or something more realistic, then people, I think, would uh, treat it a little differently.
0: We're talking to our friend Jamie Court. If you don't know this voice, you got to go to consumerwatchdog.org, consumerwatchdog.org, and you'll see Jamie Court right there at consumerwatchdog.org. He is the president. And Jamie, I read the LA Times this morning, uh, as I do virtually every morning, and I saw that there was a settlement by the county of Los Angeles with a fa- the family of a pedestrian who was run over by a, a sheriff's cruiser. And it turns out that the sheriff's cruiser, it was a bright day, it was sunny, there was no traffic in front, and the sheriff's cruiser, if the sheriff had actually been paying attention to the road, the, the, the deputy would have seen the pedestrian way far in advance. But of course, the deputy was texting with his wife, and he was on the computer that's in the sheriff's car. So he was doing autopilot without autopilot, and he just flat out ran over a pedestrian, killed him. The county now settling the case for $12 million. So, Jamie, to me, aside from the ridiculously negligent nature of that deputy's act, if human, human beings can't drive cars safely, how the heck do we expect these computers to drive them safely?
1: Well, that's exactly, you know, the point. I mean, human beings don't drive them safely, but they, they, they are our standards and you can hold a human being accountable. And the real problem is that we don't have accountability for corporations that program robot cars, you can't put them in jail. You know, a human driver, you know, gets drunk and they go to jail if they're driving drunk. You know, a a computer kills someone and the company's, says, we reprogrammed it." Don't worry. We need transparency. We need we need to know what's going wrong when. And, and companies like Tesla, part of the problems are hiding. In this Northern California crash, the National Highway uh, T- Traffic Safety Administration have a Uh, admonish Tesla and say, you can't publicly release information about this investigation until we do, because they were trying to steer this as a marketing scheme. They don't care about the lives lost. They care about their company's value and stock price. And that's incompatible with deploying these technologies safely.
0: Jamie, I have to do a quick correction and add a fact. I fact-checked myself while we're talking here, and it turns out that in the case of the sheriff's deputy, he had 21 seconds of unobstructed view, and it wasn't a pedestrian, it was a bicyclist. Hit him at 48 miles an hour. Jamie... Now we've had these accidents with Tesla where it's like the same thing, right? And you were talking about it where it just like crashes into something without even trying to stop because it doesn't recognize the thing. Humans are are hitting things and, and killing each other without recognizing them. How can we expect these computers to do better? Isn't that the promise? They're promising us the computers are better, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the point is that um, it,
1: it says essentially you know, we're going to, we're going to, we may lose some lives, but the computers ultimately will lose less lives. Well, I look at this crash by Uber in Arizona, and I see this a pedestrian, you know, with a bicycle going across the road, and I say, okay, well, what do a human do? Well, a human would have anticipated, because a human has anticip- you know, can anticipate. They have intuition. I'm driving in a neighborhood where it's a college neighborhood, and people cross with bicycles. I'm going to go slow. I'm going to look out the corner of my eye. And in the Uber, a robot car that killed this person in Arizona, uh, you know, five seconds with no braking. The braking, they don't have peripheral vision. They're not anticipating the neighborhoods they're in. They're robots. And that's the point, is these robot cars don't learn like humans. They don't have our experience. They can't possibly process the way we do. They will not be safer in protecting human life. Will less lives be lost over the course of a year? I don't know. Maybe. But the point is the wrong lives, different lives will be lost. And the values of not stopping when someone's crossing the street, you know, because you're protecting the occupants of the car rather than the pedestrians, or because you don't have peripheral vision, that's just antithetical to our human nature and our human values. And so I don't want to live, I don't want to walk on roads like that. I don't want to live in a society like that. I have to trust my fellow human beings. And when they do something wrong, we punish them and we hope it deters others. You can't deter a robot, you can't deter a corporate robot. And that's the problem.
0: We're talking to Jamie Court. Check him out at consumerwatchdog.org. Jamie Court, the president of Consumer Watchdog. And Jamie, uh, the public is very much against this. In previous segments, you and I have discussed a survey uh, that Consumer Watchdog was discussing, where uh, inv- was involved with, I do believe, where the public is very much against self-driving cars without a whole lot more safety testing and a lot more uh, just vetting. And the public's against it. A lot of people are just very concerned. We have these crashes now, a death. We're Going in different directions, the 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 industry seems to have the government captured. How do we, the public against these things, influence a government which has been captured by the industry forces moving in the opposite direction?
1: Well, the point is, you have to you have to hold them accountable with each death, with each crash, with each problem, and say, tell us why and be transparent. If government turns a blind eye and doesn't intervene, if we don't say this is wrong then we'll become callous to those deaths and it will be acceptable for robots to kill people under conditions that we don't accept. We're not there yet, but we're getting close. And that's why each of these battles is important.
0: All right, Jamie, I got to leave it there, but I can't thank you enough for being part of the show and really appreciate all the consumer protection that you and Consumer Watchdog do. Please check out consumerwatchdog.org. You'll see Jamie Court, the president, and all of his great colleagues at consumerwatchdog.org. Jamie, thanks again. As always, keep up the great work. We'll keep fighting, and we'll talk to you again next week.
1: Thank you, Norm. Take care.